This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So the uh, conversation continued on the break with some of the uh, control room, and it was mentioned that someone had tree frogs in their in their mother's house and it was an infestation so i asked i said what is an infestation and she, and eliza said oh i i saw about five and I, i'm thinking okay that but then she said her mom kept finding more so maybe the conversation danielle of today is let's see if other people have had infestations and where we're starting there might be infestations in our garden but I'll hand things over to you to introduce our guest who's in studio today. Well, I am so happy that on Fridays we have gardening with our friend Susan Kearney. Today we're going to be talking about the spice tree, and we do have Susan with us in the studio. Hello, I'm Susan Kearney. Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using touch, taste, Scent and sound. Susan, it is such a pleasure to have you here in the studio with me. I, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, it's 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 good to be here. It's wonderful. Well, I understand we're going to talk about spice trees today, and I I'm, I must confess I don't think I know about spice trees. Can you t- what can you tell us? Well, uh, the the spice tree that uh, I'm going to um, highlight is the uh, North American native spice tree, or the wild um, allspice tree. And she, you you have probably actually met this tree. I know that I don't have one in my garden. I'd love to. Um, it's very aromatic. Ah. And um, and you can make tea from her twigs and her buds and her leaves. She um, is actually, uh, I think most of it, the tree you can actually do things with. And uh, right now, um, before we get our frost, she would be out in uh, wooded areas. And I'm sure a lot of people have them in their gardens. Uh, it, they only grow as far uh, north as Ontario. I'm sorry, the rest of Canada, they don't grow. But I'm sure somebody has. I'll bet you because I have banana trees and palm trees um, that I have to bring in. Oh, my. And I'm sure that I'll be finding all sorts of odd things in the soil when I bring my things in. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to use the word infestation exactly. But um, sometimes uh, slightly unwelcome visitors come in with our house plants. Yes, yes. Yes, that's that's true. now, I've, I've read from time to time about a new beastie called a jumping worm. Oh. Do you, have you heard from about these guys? Uh, yes, actually. And um, they're, they're, the botanical gardens actually put out different uh, things about um, sharing plants mm-hmm. with, with people and, you know, to different gardens because this is how they spread. Uh-huh. And uh, so if, if you get a plant from somebody, uh, I now I'm only really trading seeds or seed pods um, rather than roots that might have soil on them just so that, um, because you you don't know. And yes, they can come in in soil. We do have them in the uh, uh, the Metro Toronto area and I think in other parts of Ontario too. 
Oh dear, yeah, mm -hmm. I've heard not nice things about yeah. them. Yeah. But tell, tell me more about this spice okay. tree. Can, have you used it in cooking or, you know, what, what would you use the, 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 the bits for? Okay, the, the, um, the very tender twigs and the buds can be made into tea, so can the leaves, and the leaves are quite spicy. It's really a member of the laurel family. Ah. Uh, and also allspice family, so it, that it has that particular lovely smell um, of the allspice, and it, it you can use the leaves in potpourri. You'll often see the leaves in potpourri uh, when they're dried in the uh, in the winter. In the winter, the, the bright yellow leaves, and those bright yellow leaves are important because it attracts the birds, and because this tree has. Um, the allspice berries on them. They're red, and it will feed our our birds that stay behind and some of our reptiles and uh, and and also um, other other little mammals or mice and so on and so forth uh, throughout the winter. Once it freezes, that'll be in the next two or three weeks. The leaves fall off, but those lovely berries stay on. And when you dry them, that's an allspice berry. No kidding. I always thought allspice was a tropical plant. Ah, it is, because it's the same member of the same family. This ah. is wild um, allspice, but you can use it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, this, this is really good to mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Wow. So what else is happening in your garden? Well, uh, I, uh, yesterday I actually... Um, cut down my poor banana tree uh, to four feet rather than 14 feet. Oh my. So I could, put, I could put it into a warmer area. Um, and then I, I brought in the, the palm trees. So I, I'm, I'm probably going to get some creatures. And talking about the allspice plant, I, it actually deters some of those naughty bugs. Oh. Um, they don't like to eat it. It's, it's, um, it, it's perfumey tasting if you you know smell allspice, so they don't like to eat it. So that's that tree's protection, and that's why it can be used as potpourri uh, because it will keep some of those you know creatures creatures away. Well, it sounds like something you could put in your sock drawer as yes, well. Yes, <laughs> you probably could. You probably could. Yes. That's hey, Susan. Is there something about the spice tree that like really? overall like fascinates you or something that you didn't know before learning about the spice tree that you just go wow I didn't know this well she is very important in the spring because uh, her bright yellow flowers feed our butterflies uh -huh. she is a butterfly catcher and um, all those little larvas that I've talked about that are underneath all the leaves they'll come up and and when they start spreading their their wings to fly and get strong they take the nectar from her flowers so she works all through the season all the way to the fall where she um, her lovely leaves and her berries to feed the birds so she is a, an extremely important native plant um, here in North America. Now, can you, can you buy an allspice tree at a at a garden center, or I have you never have to find one. No, I've never <laughs> seen one um, I, at a garden center. I, I have seen them advertised on um, the, on native North American native. Um, plant sales. I've seen them there. I just don't have enough room anymore in my garden. <laughs> well, if you have a 14-foot banana tree, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I would, I would love that tree because it's, it smells very nice. So, uh, But 
No, I I have not found one at an ordinary um, garden uh, place. So uh, sort of maybe in woods, uh, there, there'd be several in different wooded areas, but it would be a lovely one to have in the garden, attract all those oh, butterflies. Yes. Yeah. Now, the scent, does it, do, do you find the scent when you just walk past, or do you actually have to brush the leaves or crush the leaves in order to find that scent? You, you, uh, everything on the tree has that scent. Uh-huh. So when the wind blows, it actually can sort of rattle its twi- twi- the twigs and the, and the leaves. So it stays that way all season, that, that, lovely, wow. that lovely scent, that spice wow. scent. Well, this, this is completely new to me. I am, I'm going to have to go out the next time I'm walking in woods and just <laughs> use my nose and see if I can trace down <laughs> that allspice scent. Yes. You, you talked to Susan about, you know, using some of the, from the spice tree in teas and things like that. Have you yourself tried anything from the spice tree? Yes, I have actually. I have yeah. made tea out of the out of the twigs um, because I visited a, an area that had um, North American uh, native trees, and they actually gave you a, the, you could get little bags of the of the twigs and the buds uh, to make wow. the uh, the tea, so you'd know what it would taste like. It it is like an allspice, it tasty and warming. It's very warming um, it, for the for the fall time. So it's it's a very warming, uh, gentle. Uh, tea, very calming. Did you like the taste yourself? Yes, I did. Actually, I I did. Now I have not eaten the berries uh, um, at all. So, but you can eat the berries too. Not only the birds, humans can <laughs> eat them too. Um, but I have not eaten the the berries at all. I have not tasted those. I wonder if it's something you could you know put into say cookies or or some other sort of baking. Yeah, I'm not really sure whether you um, that whether you could put them into baking. But um, they're they're lovely dried um, in uh, in potpourries mm. and uh, so that and and they do have that scent, that lovely scent. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. really really nice. I, I I always learn something from you, Susan. Every, that's why I look forward to your segments every every week. I think, oh, good. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to find out something new. And uh, you know, I, I have to say that I've I've tried all sorts of hints that you've given to the garden, you know, to the community. Um, I, I I think I still have a bottle of a mixture. I think of lavender and sage oh, that I boiled yes. up and yes. turned into a spray. Yeah. Um, my hope was that squirrels wouldn't like it, but I oh. haven't really found anything that squirrels don't like. Oh, no, now, so, they, oh, no, yeah. no. You will never find it. They they try everything, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have such a hate on for squirrels. <laughs> they, I think the, the only thing that I've discovered that, that really is, is successful is, like, um, steel plates, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, that and chicken wire may be the only things that actually keeps them away. Yes, they try everything. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I want to ask you what you've done with steel plates and squirrels. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, this is. Uh, this- this is interesting, uh, but you know, yeah, I got some people that will just you know feed the squirrels. But then I know, oh coming, yes, coming, and you shouldn't. Oh no. my goodness, no, those aren't my friends. No, me neither. <laughs> I have some neighbors who put peanuts out for squirrels, and I think really there's plenty for squirrels to eat. You don't need to feed them. And then I find the peanuts throughout my garden, of course, because they come and bury them. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nasty little critters! <laughs> I give me a frog any time. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Yes. So 
I also wanted to ask you a little bit about mildew in the garden right yes. now. Um, I've noticed that, is it just a sort of natural part of the fall or is this something we should be trying to prevent? Well, um, are they on your hostas? Uh, the hostas have mainly been chowed down on okay, by the snails. Because, yes, <laughs> yeah, okay, because they, they will get on the hostas yes. and then spread. And also the roses, I yes, find. And this the roses. year, because August was, August was so wet and mm -hmm. cloudy um uh, the anything any roses i uh, they then they got a lot of that mildew underneath i don't know how you can really get rid of that except yeah. cut the roses down and hope that um it, it does it didn't damage down to the roots it yeah. was only because mother nature uh august and september did the dance and we got August in September and yes. August had September weather and uh, so it was so wet in August and and I know a lot of mildewy I've, I have had to lot, pick a lot of the leaves up from my garden mm. um, from different plants and there it is all slimy underneath yeah. the mildew yes mm. Yeah, yeah. We we have um, perennial sweet peas, and right now they oh. just look like they've been dusted. Yes. I mean, it's really not yeah, a good, yeah, not that, great. Yeah, that must mold that yeah. gets on everything. Yeah, you can get powder for that, but I don't. I don't use I don't it myself. Like to if me I don't neither. Have to. No, yeah. me neither. No. Yeah. Well, Susan, this is just yes. lovely, and I have to say that having you in in studio with me, I feel like it's an extra special yes, treat. Thank was. you so <laughs> much for coming in. Bye. That was our good friend, Susan Kearney, and you can join us every Friday for Gardening with Susan Kearney. Even as a non-gardener, I always learn something about the garden because of Susan Kearney, so we always appreciate that. Coming up next, we're going to have our app update with John Beeler. He's going to be discussing the idea that X will be charging users in two different countries one dollar per year i know i have some thoughts about that let's see what he has to say next year on kelly and cup kelly and ramia stay with us we'll be back stick around and learn something new kelly and ramia return with more in a moment Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.